we are back for season two. I know everybody was clamoring for a season two. Somehow the production value got worse. How, am I wrong here? <laughs> like, I feel the production value got worse on this show. It looked cheap. Anyway, the crew is back for another season. We have ten new girls here in the workroom. And we have the same two people here with me. Laurie Rockingcamp, Nathan Brown, Joe Batance, who didn't write an intro for this part. And this is Drag Race Recap Down Under. Oh, that was lower. Guys, I'm a professional broadcaster. Oh, we have a special guest here. What's the dog's name, Nathan? Oh, the dog's freaking out. Yeah, why, Nathan, why is your dog freaking out? There's a fire alarm going off. Oh, is, the, is it going off right now, Nathan? Maybe. He seems like he's preoccupied. Anyway. Well, look, this show, this show goes on. Professional. Yeah, this show continues whether there's a fire alarm going off. Look at that painting behind. I never noticed. It's a very nice painting. It's very Golden Girls. I would love to have just a normal painting like that in my apartment. Oh, yeah. And not, not one of your racist paintings? <laughs> not not of one min- of the paintings that has a paintings? penis or yeah. Yeah. A, a vulva or some, you yeah. know. Anyway. I'm sorry about that. They they did the fire alarm testing. Oh, all right. Spooked. All right. We're spooked. Well, that's fine. Well, welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for Drag Race Down Under Season 2, Episode 1, titled Grand Opening. My name's Joe Batance, and I'm joined by two down-underwhelming co-hosts. First, from the podcast, bravo, bravo, effing bravo, please say Aussie, 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 to Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan oi, Brown. Oi, oi. Oh, yeah. Uh, how are you, Nathan Brown? Long time no speak. <clears throat> Long time no speak. It's like it's like a rule in Australia. If you hear Aussie, 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 you have to shout out, oi, 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 no matter where you are. What is the, what is the, the origin of that, by the way? Do you know, I think we might have stolen it from like an English football team or something, but in um, the Sydney 2000 Olympics, it, it became huge. But then isn't that sucky because A, they filmed this in New Zealand, and B, the Kiwis don't do that, do they? Yeah, I know. So I can imagine the Kiwi queen standing there being like, uh-huh, oi, oi, oi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from Bloody Podcast, please say, lazy, 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 to Lorian K. Roggenkamp. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Oh, I know I <laughs> Hey, what you call me? <clears throat> That's not lazy. This is lazy. There we go. Yeah, and you know what? You can just shut the. E- mm, I'll let you do it, Rue. <clears throat> I want. I want. I want to explore this whole thing with Nathan <laughs> yeah. Brown. Nathan Brown's going around calling Americans cunts. Meanwhile, Robert Irwin can't say uh, the f word. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not as wholesome as Robert Irwin. Well, who is? You know, you know? Is, it's funny that you say that because I wouldn't mind looking at and licking some hole of uh, Robert Irwin. How old is he, by the so way? He could sure hold he's... my snake. I think he might be like just oh. legal. You oh, know you're what, Nathan? Right up, really. I just got to be honest. I'm so sick and tired of you referring to your large penis. Okay, we get yeah. it. You have a large <laughs> penis. All right. It's by like, the way. A couple Move of people, a couple of people who listened to the Pride Forty Eight event that we did live uh, asked me uh, 
they call me privately like, does he really um, have a large penis? I'm like, that's what he says. <gasps> oh my God, he is 18. I take back what I said. Oh my God. I legit thought he was older. I legit thought he was like 25. Do you have a, a problem with like 18 year old men? Yeah, I do have a big dating. problem with one of them specifically, even though he's not 18 anymore. But just in general, young, white, blondish men seem to be <laughs> causing it's, me a lot of a- aches lately. Uh, yeah, it is a bit, because un- I do find him quite cute now. But like, mm-hmm. in my head, he's been a kid for like 15 years. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> See, I've never seen him as a kid. I've never seen him as a child. This is like one of oh, my yeah. first exposures to him. And I legit. Oh, so that's not, that's not her husband. That's her brother? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was her husband. So for Lori, it's fair play. Do you find Bindi attractive, Lori? No. But I mean, she's very pretty, but I'm not attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Wow. For me, I, I need to know that I like a sturdy woman. So I also like a sturdy man. So I, I'll, I'll, you know, I find sturdy men and sturdy women attractive. But if she was like maybe a little taller or a little wider. But, no, but wait, so then muscular. why don't you why don't you like this Jojo Siwa? She's just oh, not Kelly Clarkson. She's sturdy. Yeah, I like Kelly Clarkson. Okay. I also don't n- normally like. I don't know. I, I'm pretty much game for whatever. I just don't. Young doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Too. Jojo C was too young. Oh, I see. And also, she's not sturdy enough. Oh, you don't think so? She looks pretty sturdy no. to me. No, I could. I, if I if we were to have sex, I'd kill her. So no, ma'am. Even with your dainty hands, you'd kill her? Just my weight. I'm not talking about anything well, why else. Can't, why talking... can't you be on your back and she rides you? Mm, doesn't really. It's not my cup of tea. Have you and inst- I know this is a, a public show. Maybe I shouldn't ask this. Have you and anybody ever scissored? No. Because I'm trying to think of what would a lesbian get out of scissoring? My body doesn't work that way. Like, I can't get in the position to do it wait what do you mean you can't isn't it just you wait 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 what does this mean you can't get in the position to do scissoring i'm not that flexible you have to like open your legs and then go and jam your vagina into someone else's vagina oh but couldn't you be on your side and both like one's on their back and one's on the side uh wait what a standing scissor Someone's no. lying down. Because then I'd have to like squat down. It just doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like sexy. Can you prop yourself up on something, guys? I'm telling you, it's not worth it. If if look, if you were to tell me that it would be like you know the orgasm to end all orgasms, I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, I'll give it have a try. You, have, have you ever it's rubbed? Not worth it. Have you ever rubbed your private parts against stars? Rubber private parts. I'm trying to think if we have maybe, mm-hmm. but I think that would be like dry humping more mm-hmm. when we were like in our early stages of our relationship. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were a lot skin, like not skinnier, but we were a lot more flexible. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. But Star doesn't really like me talking about our sex life. On um, so I'll just talk more about our sex life. No I'm kidding. <laughs> This week, 10 new girls enter the workroom Down Under to compete for the title of Down Under's Next Drag Superstar. 
For the mini challenge, the girls handle some sausage. And for the maxi challenge, the girls cover their bush with random items from the bush. Molly Poppins is named the winner of the challenge, while Spanky Jackson and Faux Fur are placed in the bottom two. After a lip sync battle for their lives, Spanky is told, not Spanky, oh yeah, no, Spanky is told Shantae you stay, while Faux Fur is asked to sashay away. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very wonderful uh, co-host here, Lori Roggenkamp. Lori, what were your big thoughts here on uh, everything that happened? Um... You know, I would say the the two one of the things I liked about the episode was the energy of the girls that mm-hmm. came into the workroom. I thought yeah. that they were, you know, really fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I like that. It, it definitely feels to me. I think that it, you know, I not that I'm saying I didn't. I liked last the the All Stars last All Stars. I did, but I'm definitely when they came into the workroom and you could just smell a little bit of drama. I was like, oh, I miss this. I miss the drama, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of glad to see that. Um, I don't really have anything else that I like overly liked. Uh, I will say that it did very much feel like the Sugar Baker Twins executive produced this <laughs> this show. Like, well, you're making a lot of inside references. One, you were talking about All-Star 7, which we just covered, which is the all-winter season. Yeah. The Sugar Baker Twins are the hosts and producers of uh, a YouTube show now on, out t- on, now on the Out TV channel or whatever called Camp Wanakiki, which is a horrible show. But okay, go ahead. It definitely felt like it was like a step up from that, but like barely, Mm -hmm. like a mini step up. Like it was like they got less of a budget. Yeah. Um, and also another thing I didn't like was the big show they did in the beginning to prove that RuPaul was definitely in the workroom and it feel like it further proved that she's definitely not in the workroom. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. Nat Pat 90. What, what about yourself then, Nathan Patrick Brown? Well, I think it is a bit of a step up from last year. Like, it definitely is. The production quality is still shit, but Rue was in drag, so that, I mean, Wait, already it's better than last Rue year. Rue didn't do drag last season? Not episode one. Oh, not episode she one. She said her luggage got lost, but mm-hmm. Raven had a visa issue or something, yeah. so she just didn't go in drag. Like, bizarre. And at least the prize money has gotten bigger. What so was it th- last year? I swear it was only, like, 20 grand or, like, 10 grand or something. Okay. So now it's 50, so, you know, hey, big spender. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I like the cast as a whole so far. I haven't, uh, I haven't heard of any lingering racism issues yet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm preparing myself to be disappointed, but mm-hmm. so far, so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying the mix of, like, old and young, Campy and Bogan. I think it's a good cast mm-hmm. so far. The one thing I didn't like was the lack of guest judges again. Like, a video call from the Irwins. Not going to hit the clit. I need them on the panel critiquing. Yeah. I don't get the video calls. I love how mm-hmm. when Nathan was on All Stars, he ne- now he just got full Australian right now. Do you reckon? See, yeah, uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, look, here's the deal. Is this not is- going to hit the clit? Is that like a common phrase in Australia? It's an emerging phrase. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. I like it. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound like a read. It's not a read. It's fun background noise. Like, this is a show you don't have to really pay hard attention to. You you could definitely be... I was taking notes and I was doing other things and didn't miss anything. You know? It's not, it's, 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 it's yeah. light. It's a light show, which is fun. You know, I am... Like, Lori, there was a lot of hatred towards season one. I didn't hate season one as much as a lot of people. Like, 
this Canada, don't even come to me with this Canada, right? <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't even want to look at it. I'm glad I don't even hear about it. I don't like this Brooklyn Heights, right? I don't like her. Okay. okay. I like Down Under more than Canada. Thank you. Uh, I also think that the queens have a lot of. Well, hear me carefully here, because I am gay. Personality. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that joke. They have a no, lot it's of been done. It's been done a million times. Uh, and then the thing I didn't like, everything's just, I didn't notice this last season, but this season, everything looks really cheap. And <laughs> the lighting's awful. It was not good. I, I think will, yeah, go maybe ahead, we're in the haze of the pandemic. So we were like, oh, okay. That it was like excusable sort of thing. I will say this. And I know, and I, I've never seen this person in real life. I've only seen him with the RuPaul filter. But I would have so much fucking sex with this Reese Nicholson. But I've only seen oh, really? him on the judges panel. Maybe he looks very different outside of the judges panel. I don't know. Is he considered cute in Australia, Nathan? Not many people really talk about him. Oh, he's not like a big really? giant star? No. He's very um, funny. He's very he's great. He, his star might be on the rise now because of Drag Race. But when you think of like gay comedians, your mm-hmm. mind goes to like Joel Creasy or someone like that. Oh, Joel Creasy! And then, like, that's where I go too. That's yeah. That's <laughs> my, my first thought was Joel Creasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking Joel Creasy. Lori, Lori told me this a long time ago. She was like, I had to stop doing comedy because I was like, she saw Joel Creasy and she was like, I can never top this. Not not going to be even. <laughs> Oh, I think you can top Joel Crazy. Don't worry about that. No, I can't, but Lori can't. Lori came in scissor. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't scissor. I can't get a mortgage. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I genuinely like him as a judge. I think he's, yeah, very, he's great. And, and one of the things I love about him is that he often goes in opposition to what Michelle says. Who's hotter, Nathan? Joel Creasy or Reese Nicholson? I'll go Joel. Oh, Joel Creasy's hotter. Yeah. Is he like this Mateo Lane that everyone's thirsting over? Yeah, sort of. Probably less muscular. But I would Mateo Lane, have you noticed how he's like really built now? Okay. I want Lori to back me up on this. Always built like that? I think he always was. He seemed like he was always fit. Look, this is what I'm gonna say about Mateo Lane. He is actually legitimately funny. I've seen his Instagram thing. I'm like, oh, he's actually really funny for a cute gay guy comic. But I do feel now he's starting to take advantage that people think he's cute. And now the jokes don't end. Like, what I mean is that, like, there's no ending to the joke. He'll be like, you guys ever notice that gay guys like to watch Bravo? Like, <laughs> come on. I'm like, Bravo. What's the deal with peanut? And you're like, that joke didn't have a punchline. But that's the thing. I think that's the thing that I have a problem with with, with stand-up in general is a lot of it is just pointing out observation. And then moving on to another observation, you know, there's no punchline anymore. It's well, they, like, yeah, they do like the yeah. structure. They do like the traditional structure, but then there's yeah. the, the 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 act out isn't a joke. Like that's the one I just talked about, right? You know, like it's so weird. Gay guys love Bravo. Am I right? Am I right? How many of you watch Bravo? Okay, right. Yeah, I, I have this one friend. He'll call me. He'll be like, "Girl, I can't talk right now. I'm watching Bravo." And I'm like, "Bravo." That's the that's the joke. <laughs> There was this girl that I I watched and she she said uh she was at a comedy club and she was saying that she was in line to get a sandwich mm-hmm. and there was a really tall guy mm-hmm. 
uh, behind, behind her. And so she said that she goes, uh, she goes, so I ordered a giant sandwich. And then that was the joke. She yeah. goes, this is a really tall guy behind me. So I ordered a, I felt like a giant sandwich. Which, then, was she hot? Uh, yeah, I guess so. She was wearing a sweater. Okay. So I mean, was she you sturdy? Know. Oh yeah. Was she sturdy? No, she was not sturdy. Because I feel like when Mateo Lane tells that, that joke I just made up right now on the spot, he's wearing like tiny little jean shorts and his balls are hanging out and a crop top. And his abs yeah. are showing. But see, his... I've never understood that. I don't understand mm-hmm. how somebody's uh, attractiveness equates to laughter. Like, I agree. The people I find attractive, I don't laugh at half of anything they say. Because I don't care to hear what they have to say. But I just want to look at them. But there is something about this with attractive male comics where people – like, who was that comic? And he's a really nice guy and he's not unfunny. Oh, my God. He was, like, on the rise, Lori, when you and I started out. What's his name? Young Jewish guy. What the fuck? He's really good looking. Um, John no, this is a. Um, I gotta look. Oh fuck! It's killing me. You said Jewish. I don't know. If it's yeah, Jewish you know guy. what? He doesn't. He doesn't come off as a Jewish. I shouldn't have said that. Let me. Uh, I, I have a friend who went to school with him, and let me text ask to ask him what his name was. Um, but he was one of these people. He was a good looking guy. He got a lot of attention from people and but i'm like his jokes were okay like it like it wasn't worth the the attention he was getting same thing girl and i'm just i'm, I'm saying this in public i don't think this cave that funny oh cave i was just no, i wasn't i, I wasn't talking about cave i wasn't talking about cave but he's another one who i'm who was good looking but he got a lot of attention yeah there was that guy that was friends with that Adam, and he just shows in Vegas. But he's a, he's actually got genuinely got some funny jokes though. But he used to do a lot of bringer shows, and that was because he had like a a big college following. But I can't that? remember his name. Oh, Lori and I have really good memories about these comics. No, I know guy, he's married guy, now. This guy is still working. I don't know if he's still good looking, but like he was a very very dirty comic too. Anyway. Uh, let's do the workroom entrances here. First one in is third. She's only thirty fucking years old. That's no, a, allegedly. This is a, fu- this is a fucking lie right here. Who was that bitch who did the that said that she was twenty nine in season seven? <laughs> Vivian. No, not the Vivian in season seven. No, not All Star Seven. The actual season seven. What's her name? Ginger Minge. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hannah Conda is saying she. Hannah Conda was 30 years old 15 years ago. And I'm not even being I'm not even being funny. Am I wrong, Nathan? No, you're not wrong. I can't I can't imagine. Although, you know what? To me, to be honest, the older I get, the more I want those people to be true cuz then I'm like I feel better about my own life cuz like I'm like if you look like that and you're that <laughs> age, then yes, I feel better. Yeah. Anyway, Hannah Conda's 30, quote unquote, from Her Sydney. one. <laughs> uh she said came in she said when you're down under watch out for snakes uh let's start with you nathan brown what did you think of hannah Conda? any thoughts here i thought she's going to be like a fun bogan presence on the show what and is, can you tell us what that means again what bogan means just like really like um down to earth okay a bit of a scrubber okay what does that mean yeah how come you didn't, use, you didn't use any of these terms on? You know what you're doing because you did not say any of these terms on the American Drag Race All Star Season Seven. I'm on my homeland, baby. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, yeah, she's just, you know, she's relaxed, she's fun. Okay. Laura, your big thoughts on uh, Hanaconda, supposedly who's 30 years old? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I thought she was a fun energy. I thought she was great for the first person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, d- I definitely don't think that she's 30 years old. Yeah. All right. But um, unless she's going by leap year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> Next, we have Faux Fur. She's 27 from Sydney. She She's the one that came in her big. She kept this. She kept wanting to say, you may want to lay off that MSG before you get addicted to me. But the hat kept falling in her fucking face. about <laughs> the whole thing. Lori, what were your thoughts on Faux Fur? Oh, I was just like, she's just way. It, it just. It, Look, I, she seemed very nice. She seemed very excited to be there, but I just felt like she just was way out of her league. Like, it just seemed like she was, you know, I think maybe in like a couple of years she'd be ready for, for this, but I just felt like she, she agreed to do it way too soon. Yeah. She just seemed very like, but to be fair, she kept going and she kept moving and she kept like, even when she was, the hat kept coming down, she was like, I'm going to get this fucking thing out. And so, you know, good for her. Nathan, go ahead. I think you're right, Laurie. A couple of years and some dental work and she'll be great. But yeah. for now, that botched hat thing, I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. It's kind of fun to see Queens be unpolished after All Stars 7. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. I watched this episode. It is. You're right. That's a good point. I watched this episode and I was like, she gives, she gives me this energy, right? And I came up with this name for her. Tell me what you think here, Nathan. Because Laurie won't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Farina Cha-Cha. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. She's giving me Sums very Serena well. Cha-Cha update, uh, energy. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next, we have Spanky Jackson, 37 years old, from Palmerston, North New Zealand. He came in and said, I might be a sheep fucker from New Zealand, but at least I didn't have to tie my kangaroo down. Sport. Uh, Nathan, uh, your big thoughts on Spanky Jackson? I hated the look, mm-hmm. but... I, I loved the entrance line. You know, mm-hmm. if you come in and say you're a sheep fucker, like yeah. you're already, you've got a tick in my book. So I think, I think she's got a good personality. Why are Shit you legs. leaning in so hard on this Australian thing now? You did not use any Australian jargon at all. <laughs> Lori, your big thoughts is, yeah. I was just quoting her saying sheep fucker. Like, no, but you were like, she can all tick in my book. All right, Lori. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I thought she was, you know, she she wasn't very memorable, but she wasn't like upsetting or anything, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So right. she was good. All right, next we have Beverly Kills, twenty one year old twenty one years old from Brisbane. How far is Brisbane from you, Nathan? Uh it's like an hour flight north. Okay. All right. And uh she said, Giddy up, motherfucker. What were your thoughts on Beverly Kills, Lori? Another one that um I I thought her workroom entrance was good. I mean, her look was in, eh, but it was she was high energy, mm-hmm. and she definitely scared the other queens. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought you know she I thought she did a good job. Nathan Patrick Brown, I think she's a stroppy little ankle biter. <laughs> I thought her entrance line was great and her look was good, but her personality seems toxic. So yeah. it's nice to have a bitch on the cast. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because I'm sure I, when I was watching the episode, I could hear everyone in Afterthoughtland going like, well, there's Joe's favorite, right? Uh, and he's very attractive out of drag. However, I'm actually more of a personal, a personality person. And, 
once I saw that nasty person, I was like, mm. Mm. lost a lot of points. Um, all right. Next, we have Minnie Cooper. She's 50 years old from Sydney. Uh, she came in and said, Minnie on the outside, but once you get inside now, I go real fast. Uh, Nathan Patrick Brown, your thoughts on Minnie Cooper? I'm really excited that Minnie Cooper's on this season. I wasn't super familiar with her before the show, but it's uh-huh. a name that I've heard around. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to bring, um, yeah, some like good camp to the show. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody said, I think it might have been Beverly Kills. Oh, she's really well known. She, I mean, she's implying that she's a lot and she has a reputation. Have you heard any of this reputation, Nathan? No, I haven't. But I was just listening to another podcast of some gays. I know, right? Um, and they went to the the premiere in Sydney of this show and they said that they interviewed all the queens at the premiere and Minnie Cooper was being like really bitter mm-hmm. about some of the other queens and like from mm-hmm. seeing, I think, the confessionals and things. So, and they hinted that there might be a lot of drama with Minnie Cooper this season. So, oh. look forward to that. All right. Very good. Laura, your thoughts on Minnie Cooper? Well, I think Nathan's playing it kind of coy. I mean, I think it's pretty exciting that his boyfriend is on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I would be happy. Any- if my girlfriend was on the show, I'd be happy about it. I don't know why you're so, not excited um, for him to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's the just go to dot com yeah that, what's this what's the voicemail address speakpipe.com slash afterthought media what what laurie's talking about nathan is there was a, a whole thing last season about laurie saying that nathan's boyfriend is old yeah i mean you guys have been you guys have been together over a year because you were like just dating that yeah we've been together for like a year and a half now oh wow all right next we have molly poppins 30 years old from newcastle okay yeah, I could see that one. You guys looking for Molly? Because I'm here to get it popping. Uh, let's start with you, Lori Rockenkamp. Molly Poppins. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought she was cute, and uh, her workroom work entrance was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really have anything negative to say about any of the queens that come on here. I thought that their energy was great. So, all right, Nathan. Yeah, I liked her. I liked the look. She seems fun. Not much to say. I will say, not out of drag, but in drag, looked a lot like Hannah Conda when she walked in. Not mm, during the runway. I say that. Not during the runway. Just the, just the entrance look. All right. Next, we have Yuri Gay, 25 years old, from Auckland. Uh, Nathan, oh, Yuri came in and said, did somebody forget to take out the trash? Uh, Nathan, your thoughts on... Uh... Um, I think it's Yuri Guy. Oh, Yuri Guy. Yuri Guy. I think so. Um, I thought her entrance look was really good, but it was also a lot. Mm-hmm. She. It seemed like time stood still, and she was standing up there with the with the butcher's knife and like licking her lips for thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. Next we have. Oh no, Lori. Oh, Lori's gonna say like, ah, she's great, great personality, good energy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very good. Now, I don't want to say this right. Pamora Fifth? Pamora Fifth? What is it? Pamora. I think it's Pamora Fifth. Pamora Fifth. Oh, pour me a fifth. Oh, I get it. Pamora Fifth. Oh. I think that's what it is. Am yeah. I wrong? I'd, I've never heard that expression, pour me a fifth. Hello, it's me. When's lunch? Lori? I think she's great. I have nothing to say. All right. Very good. Yeah. Nathan? 
Um, so I've I have history with this bitch. Oh, you um, do? <laughs> what? I went to a a drag bingo brunch years ago, and mm-hmm. she was meant to be hosting it, and she was like two hours late. And I'm like, yeah, drag queens they're late all the time, but it's mm-hmm. a brunch. Yeah. And so we were sitting there waiting for her, mm-hmm. and we looked up her Instagram and she was like, you're out on Oxford street till 3am. And then she came in two hours later and she was wearing the same outfit, the same wig. And I was like, you lazy bitch. But then she was actually really funny. And I quite enjoyed the rest of the brunch, how mm-hmm. quick it went though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm parking that I'm mm-hmm. going to get over my, my prejudices. And I think she's going to be quite funny. All right. Very good. Laurie. Oh, we were with you. Uh, Laurie, by the way, I have an update. My friend texted back Jeff Keith. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> That's who I was thinking. Of. That's the guy that I was saying that had the co- that had the college following. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in Vegas now. You're right. He is in Vegas. Jeff, Ke- Jeff, yeah. Keith. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Aub- Aubrey Hayes. By the way, I love how Michelle thinks she's super original during when she comes. She was like, oh, and he goes like Ru- RuPaul goes Aubrey Hayes. She goes Aubrey Hayes. Like. Yeah, Michelle, that's, that's the, the name. fucking joke. Yeah. You she thinks she's so funny. That's the thing that I just <laughs> think is so crazy is that yeah. she legit, she legit thinks that she invents all the stuff. She's like, yeah. <laughs> see what I see the joke I made there. Yeah. Uh, all right. She's 25 from Melbourne. Uh, it's good to be home. What does that mean? Uh, let's start with you, Nathan Patrick Brown. Your thoughts on Aubrey Hayes. I liked her look. But mm-hmm. I'm already sick of this whole, like, I'm young, I'm new to drag, I'm revolutionizing drag thing. Like, that's already old. I'm sick of it. Also, her yes. boy hair looked like a wig. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. It was really yeah. bizarre. Uh, Laura, she your thoughts like on... she was already balding. Yeah. Laura, your thoughts on Aubrey Have? It was great. I loved it. Yeah. She was a great personality. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, she had a good energy. And yeah. I just, you know. And she finally, turned. Queen Kong, 29 from Adelaide. Uh, she came in and said, honey, I've got the upper hand in this competition. Your thoughts, uh, here, Laurie Roggenkamp. She would, I would say would be my favorite. I would mm-hmm. say she's my, she's the one that I would want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I loved her. I thought she's very sturdy. So very attractive <laughs> to me. So. Nathan, your thoughts on Queen Kong? Loved the look, loved the entrance. I think she's fun. Trade of the season. Oh yeah. I was going to say, you, do you have the, it, for this Queen Kong as a boy, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone seemed to. I, I don't. I, I didn't do it for me, but I, the jacket is iconic, by the way. So yeah, it's her, her name being Queen Kong. It's a big giant King Kong hand. So good. All right. Ne- uh, next, RuPaul entered the workroom to a screams of ten little brand new drag daughters. RuPaul slapped Spanky right away. The girls are taken to this week's mini challenge where they'll pose for photos with a sausage. Minnie Cooper is named the winner of the challenge, and later the girls get a massage. A massage. A message from Bindi and Robert Irwin, who are afraid to curse on camera. Finally, RuPaul announces this week's challenge, an unconventional sewing challenge. The girls clamor for their belongings before heading to their workstation. Let's start with you, Nathan Patrick Brown. Uh, any big thoughts on everything that happened from the workroom all the way through running for the belongings? Yeah, so I laughed so much seeing the pit crew wearing Bond's underwear, like... Bonds is an iconic, like, Aussie underwear brand, but it's so, like, every day. And usually, you know, the pit crew would be in, like, like 
jock, not jock straps, but like that sexy underwear. And just yeah. to see them in bonds, I thought was so comical. Mm-hmm. And then I was also super triggered because there's that old guy on the pit crew that Laurie hates. I um, know. But I think he's so attractive still. I and do his not butt hate looked him. so good in those bonds. I was, I would, I thought I'm like, oh God, tomorrow's going to be so awkward when Laurie, yeah. speaking of, it's, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Um, Beverly kills and the other one, the other mean one, probably like, they knew Lori was going to be watching or listening. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we'll do some old stuff for her. Some ages. I think that's probably See, right. That's why, that's why I think you asked me to be on the show is because you wanted to trap me and get me into say, say mean things about old people. I don't have to trap you. What do you want to bet that they convinced RuPaul that? that that underwear is like really chic and yeah. they were like, no, this is totally underwear that is very like custom made. And she's like, okay, yeah, just order it. I love that Lori like, thinks RuPaul's are approving every, like <laughs> that they, like, mm-hmm. they have to come in like, like RuPaul's on a throne. And yep. then like, it's like shark tank. Get and, out like, of my so head. RuPaul is sitting right there. And then they come in and yep. like, like the whole, exactly. what do they call uh-huh. shark tank in Australia? Um, it, it's, it's crocodile. Please, pot. Uh, it should be Dingo Den. No, Dingo Den. <laughs> they should call it Dingo, Dingo Den. Den. Yeah. Dingo Den. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just bring a bunch of babies. Yeah. This mm. is my baby. Lori, a baby died. <laughs> it's a bit off color, Lori. <laughs> it's a little bit. This isn't 2006 anymore, Lori. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. A baby, a baby was eaten by a dingo. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, Lori, any big thoughts on this workroom? Everything that happened there? Uh, I, I guess I, I was a little confused. I, I felt like the, the queens were a little confused as to what they were supposed to do with the sausage. Like they were mm-hmm. like, what do I do with the sausage? And it's like, it's like Lori holding this, a sausage. It was, this is like a blatant sex joke. Yeah. Like it was just like, you know. Just that, that's a really good point. Like, clearly you know, they want you to do that with the sausage. Yeah, that's a good point because they would then take out the big giant one and reply, you can work with this one. Like, no, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, yeah. you know, you're not going to really <laughs> fuck the sausage, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but there was one moment where um, Rue said something like, what's your favorite memory of a sausage or something like that? And one of them says, oh, I don't remember his name. And Rue goes, okay, let's not go there. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. been doing dick jokes for five yeah. minutes. With that I know. One crosses that, the line. That's what yeah. crosses the line. She wanted to move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is a children's show. Yeah. All right. Now take the sausage in your hand uh-huh. and pretend it's a dick. Any other thoughts, Lori? Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I like, I liked it except for that part. But other than that, it was fun. Oh, and then also there's no way in hell that the pit crew was taking those photos. I, oh, yeah. I do not believe that. They didn't want the old guy to be in the photos, yeah. so they made him hold. Well, the you camera. know, the old guy has his finger over the thing until like <laughs> yeah. all the pictures have like. He was probably like, taking pictures of himself. He yeah, probably had the camera like, turned. He took a movie the other way at one point. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, uh, you know what's the funny? Light coming from? It'd be great if the old guy walked out with one of those old timey like press cameras, and, like <laughs> and he's holding the flash, and he goes, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Or it's like it's like a daguerreotype, you know, <laughs> like a, like a Civil War era daguerreotype. Like, yeah. photo. <laughs> I was hoping they get increasingly older and older men. Like yeah. they should have some guy in a walker and underwear yeah. come on, yeah, <laughs> do do some stuff. Anyway, uh, okay. First of all, I hate when RuPaul says Australian terms. She goes like, "When so when um, Hannah was posing, she goes more bogan, more bogan." And I was like, "Okay, we get it, we get it, Ru. Your husband's Australian." All right. Mm-hmm. 
I have a question for you, Nathan. What is a sausage sizzle? Rue mentions it, and I'm like, what is that? It's it's just a cooked sausage on a bit of bread, and it happens a lot. Like every time we have an election, every like place where the polling booth is, they'll have a sausage sizzle. Um, it's like a as a fundraiser, they do it at the at Bunnings, like a hardware store, every weekend. They'll, a charity will have a sausage sizzle. It's a it's a big thing. Okay. Now, why did do I did I miss something? But why do they keep referencing everybody did it? The cock destroyers were calling it like. The sausage destroyers. Why were there so many cock destroyer references? Was there something that I missed? I feel like it was the line that they were told to say. Oh. Like it was a screen test, but also a photography challenge. Yeah, it was very, very... I was like, why do they keep making this reference, all of them? Uh, Okay, now then there's the part later. So uh, Mary... No, was it Mary... Who won this thing? Oh, no, um, Minnie Cooper won. So Minnie Cooper wins, and then the Irwins come out. Okay, the Bindi and and, and uh, Robert, and they do their thing, whatever. And then uh, Robert says, "Well, you know, uh, good luck, and don't." Uh, I'm gonna say it. I'll leave it to you, right? <laughs> Let me ask you this, Nathan: Are the Irwins known for not cursing? Yeah, their image is very wholesome, and like he's been on TV since he was born, so. Um, I think he's just like so media trained. He's like, I'm not gonna say it. But what would what would what would have been the media? What would have been social media's response had he said, "Don't fuck it up"? Oh, he would have been canceled. Oh, the really? zoo would have been shut down. Are you being funny? Yeah. He he would have been a, a stingray would have been thrown at him, and okay. he would have been killed just like mm-hmm. his father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not no. not many people know that that's how Steve died. He was cussing too much, and so they were like, "We gotta fucking, we gonna end this." Well, no, the stingray jumped out because trying to prevent. He's all like, "I listen there, good luck, but don't." And then the stingray's like, "No!" And then like, "No, you're Steve Irwin. You can't say this." You know, you gotta keep your image. So, what is what is the general Australian perception of the Irwins? Like, is it like a positive one? Are they like Amer- Are they Australia's royal family? Maybe, kind of. Yeah, I think that. Well, I don't know if we think that much about them. But when you go to their zoo, it is very like, oh, my God, it's the Irwin Zoo. We get to see the Irwins do shit with crocodiles. Oh, so the Irwin. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on here for a second. So when you go to the Irwin Zoo, like, they go, ta-da! And then, like, Bindi comes out doing, like, flips and stuff like that. And Irwin's like, and Robert's like, hello, it's me! And they they do, like, shows and stuff? Yeah, they do. They go into the crocodile pit and and they're like, look at this croc coming at me. Look at him coming at me. And he does the, the Steve shtick. And I think everyone in Australia is sort of like, oh, Steve would be so proud. Like, we oh, have that little I soft spot for them. I didn't realize you could go and just see them perform. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. Have you ever seen them perform? I think I saw the mum when oh, I went so to the zoo. Well, the, mom does yeah. it? the mom does it too? Oh, yeah. it's a But the mom's affair. American, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think she is. But they're, they're like the Von Trapps, in, but with they crocodiles. They sing and escape singing. the Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> well, escape the crocodiles. Yeah. Croc every mountain. <laughs> like, is that what they sing? Yeah. And they're like, doe, a deer, a female deer, ray. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway. So. 
Too soon, Joe. Too soon. Too soon. So, right. so hard. I am going to get so, so many mean messages from Nami Harder right now. So heartless. Joe, you know that what you just say right there is very offensive to Australians today. It's like if we made fun of JFK getting shot. I'm like, yeah, we make fun of it all the time. We make fun of it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the JFK, do you think it's too soon for the JFK assassination, Lori? No. Do you think that he was uh, legit assassinated by just one shooter? Or do you think it was? 100%. Do you think it was multiple shooters? Nope. One shooter. I went to this Dealey Plaza, by the way. Dealey, I don't know what it's called, right? It's so not that big. And anybody, I could have, I could have done it. And I don't know if I've never even shot a gun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. On that note, we'll be back right after this. We are back. All right. Back in the workroom. The queens get to work on their garments. Beverly kills and you're a gay. Yuri get No, you're a guy. You're a guy. Get down to some old-fashioned ageism. Spanky and Minnie talk shit on the two young mean girls. Yuri struggles with her plastic material. Hannah Conda and Molly Poppins admit they can't sew. Meanwhile, Fofer annoys the girls with her workroom singing. Let's start with you, Larry Roggenkamp, over there in Culver City, California. What were your thoughts on everything that happened? I think it was an elimination day. They didn't really give it a title. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we should talk about the, the ageism thing mm-hmm. because you would know, yeah, <laughs> because I feel like, well, I feel like what, what's so funny is I feel like that Minnie Cooper and who's the other queen that was like, they Beverly were like, kills. Talking, yeah, Spanky, oh, no, no, Benny, oh, like, no, Spanky Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about like, oh, you need to keep us, you know, you need to like, uh, respect us, which, you know, fair point. That is true that, you know, if Minnie Cooper is really a, a legend and she did open doors for people, then that's something that, you know, should be thanked. But then the same token, then they're like, then they start harping on this young, uh, queen and like, oh, she doesn't know anything. And what does she, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, you can't, you can't be pissed off at somebody for being young mm-hmm. and then turn around and say that you're upset for people for being, for not like judging you because you're old, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Nathan? I don't. I, I think it's a little different just because she's only been doing drag for a year in a lockdown. So it's like, well, how much experience does she have outside of the bedroom? So like, mm-hmm. that's kind of a. I see the older queen's perspective. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so funny how it came up. Like as, as soon as they're de-dragging, like some of them still had wigs on. They're like, what are we going to do to fix racism? And I know ageism. And I was like, oh fuck, are oh, already going into fixing ageism? Like mm-hmm. it's not going to yeah. happen on a drag race show. Like. Sorry, yeah. sorry, doll. Here's the deal. I never understand, like, same thing with this Candy Ho. Remember in season uh, seven when she was like, went to Tempest du Jour and was like, how old are you? Right? That is never a pun, well, not if it's a pun intended, but like, that's never going to age well, right? Who's, who's, I know, who's saying that and going, this is going to, I am going to look so fucking good on camera. Everyone's going to be, yes, bitch work right it does <laughs> yeah. not work then also here's the deal you're gonna get older yeah like there's gonna be a time if it's not happening now when someone says to candy ho how old are you you know like th- that's a very dangerous game to play unless you plan on dying young 
Okay, like Lori and lose her condo. Okay. Yeah. Um, die young, die pretty. That's what I always say. Yeah. So um I don't really get it. I don't really understand it. And it's just it's just a really I I don't see where you win on any front. Who are you winning with? It's a very it's actually, to be honest with you, a very stupid and young way to look at things because as we know, I think it's like the hypothalamus or whatever part of the brain which can think about consequences in the future, doesn't really fully form to like 25. And these bitches are under 25. They're like, ah, we're here saying these old jokes. I'm like, oh, bitch. Mm-hmm. Not a good yeah. look. Um, I want to talk about another big issue that was sort of overshadowed by the um, ageism conversation. We've had this conversation before. I'll say it again. Hanaconda at one point starts crying because she doesn't know how to sew. And I'm like, this is like the 100th season of RuPaul's Drag Race. There's going to be a season. In fact, the thing, too, with these international shows is they follow the old school format. So notice this episode. Old seasons of Drag Race lore, you don't know this, were always a photo shoot for the first mini challenge and an unconventional sewing challenge for the first challenge. This is old school drag race through like season six. Okay. How did she not fucking know she was going to sew? Nathan, comment on this. Yeah, it's, and she's like, oh my God, a design challenge straight off the bat. And it's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I'm not, I'm not that upset with people who can't like do the technicalities of the sewing. Like you mm-hmm. can hot glue and get away with it as long as you know how to construct a garment. Like if you're just hot gluing shit onto a corset, yeah. that's never going to work. It you need to does. at least have some sort of fashion sense to be able to fake it until you make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sewing is not necessarily that hard. Like it's just, it takes a, it just takes a little bit of practice. So I feel like, you know, just doing it for a little bit and just kind of getting, like you said, getting the basics down and sort of like learning about the structures of what makes a good dress and what works with your body type, I feel like are key. There was And somebody... it seemed like none of these, not well, not none, but it seems a lot of these queens did not know what works with their body type. There was somebody, I think it was in season, I don't know what season we just had, 14. I think it was 14 or 13. Who went and took sewing classes right before? I think it was Maxie Shield from Down Under. Oh, Season you're one. right. You're right. It was Maxie Shield. She went, which is smart. And she she wasn't the greatest sewer, but she was able to do the basics, which is all you no. really need. You know, and and I'm not talking like you know to be able to make like a full on dress. That's hard. Like to mm-hmm. do what Trinity the Tuck Taylor did. That's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking like basic stuff. That's not hard. It's just yeah. like practice, getting it down, like you guys are saying, like just getting it down and like you know, understanding what f- what fashion is and what works with your body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't get that. But then, I mean, I think that happens all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many times like you watch another any competition show, mm-hmm. and the people are so like unprepared in the mm-hmm. beginning. I mean, like you know, we would do stand up competition shows. And they would say, okay, you got seven minutes. And you would invariably get somebody who goes, well, I only have four minutes of material. And you're like, what? Yeah. Who? Just do it twice. Well, yeah. Lori, you're not being fair. Because, guys, Lori started doing that, what, 2004, Lori, when you started? Two thousand, Yeah, 2003, 2004. I went to a show with Lori in 2008. 
Mm-hmm. And she just, it was the weirdest thing. She just walked to the front of the stage, away from the <laughs> microphone, and started talking. And I was like, Lori, Lori, use the mic. And she was like, and, and I was like, Laurie, Laurie. I was like waving at her. The microphone. The microphone. And she, she had forgotten that right. you have to use a microphone when you're doing can stand-up. I, can I explain? All yes, right. I ahead. had gotten a concussion. <laughs> and when I had awoken, yeah. I had I had microphone amnesia. Yes. I didn't know what a microphone was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to use it. So yeah. I had to relearn mm-hmm. what a microphone was and how to use it. So, you know, it's actually very hurtful that you would bring that up because it was a very trying time that I went through. I'm a mean person. And to be honest with you, Joe said he was going to help me. And all he did <laughs> was just say, go stand over there. And then he was like, no, not there, over there. And then I just kept walking around. Well, one of, yeah, Lori's right. I wasn't really mean. And he then. videotaped the whole no, thing. You're right. And I'm he, not talking like a cell phone. I mean, he got a video camera and was no. like in my face the whole yeah. time. I did. She's right. I was very mean. And I would like, I would, when I was trying to train her, I, I lied to her and told her I was a certified microphone trainer. And so yeah. I put this harness on her that had a stick that went over her and it had the microphone hanging in front and she yeah. would be chasing it and trying to get to the microphone, but it would keep, she kept trying to chase it. She did lose 11 pounds. I, I lost training. 11 pounds. It's yeah. great. But it was, you know, it was very mean. Of me it, I went that. from, uh, you know, morbidly obese to just obese, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I was able to, I was able to uh, get health insurance. But then I was happy. I didn't like that you were thinner than me. So that's why I started yeah. taking Lori to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles every day. Yeah. She didn't know why I'd be nice to her, but that was why. That was, that's basically the start of our friendship. Yeah, it really is. He was my microphone coach. That's how we got started. Yeah. Anyway, uh, why is faux fur behaving like a fool? Because she's young and new and she's nervous. But she's an idiot. Going back to old seasons, she was behaving like Tyra Sanchez in season two. Tyra mm-hmm. Sanchez would do the same thing. Scream and yell and sing in the workroom to everyone's annoyance. And I don't know why Faux Fur thought that was a really good idea. Well, she's got a mouthful of loose Tic Tacs and she's just <laughs> trying her best. You know? Like, she... she. I, I genuinely think it comes from nerves. I genuinely do. I... I think I teeth come from your, no, teeth come from your gums, Lori. I guess they do have nerves in there. There's nerves in there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nerves in there. Yeah, that's true. So I'm, I'm right. I'm right on so many layers. Um, yeah, she just, and she also wanted to be, get, like, she was like, you know, I want to be the center of attention. I want people to notice me. Mm-hmm. And so this is how I'm going to get noticed. By the way, anyone who has problems with what Lori just said, we have a, <laughs> we've, we set up an official complaint line. Uh, it's the best of today at gmail.com and you can send all your complaints there. Lori won't see them if you feel worried about them. I would just, you know what? I would just, here's what I would do. I would Google me, mm-hmm. right? Just Google yeah. a picture of me and mm-hmm. then just go, Oh, okay. I don't, I don't feel bad for, yeah. For Cause you know, they're, they're doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just a, I'm a fat load, of, you know, tossing jokes on a microphone. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Nathan, do you have any big thoughts? On what anything else? Not really. Just it was funny to see how Fofo was just so confident. She's walking around like giving people tips on their outfits, yeah. and I was like, "Bitch, oh, go yeah. back to your outfit yeah. and, and construct something below yeah. the waist." Panties, bitch. All right, uh, here we go. It's time for the looks. Uh, theme was down under naturally. Now, Lori and I, we less we dress like lesbians on laundry day, both of us. So we're not going to comment. 
All day, every day. And all day, every day. It's comfort wear. I'm like, if a Birkenstock was a, an outfit, that's what I dress so like. Cool. Yeah. If I, are you kidding me? One of the main reasons I want to learn to sew is I can just make myself some coveralls. No, that I just, no. You know, let me let me pull up my messenger. Guys, I, this is legitimate. I am not being funny. I'm going to put it in the Discord. This Instagram ad, which I kind of have to question my life choices of why this has come up for me on Instagram. But this Instagram ad came up for me on Insta- uh, on Instagram, obviously. And I was like, I legitimately want to buy these things. But however, I'm afraid that it's not like they're going to steal my money. But it's going to be one of those things like what you thought it was going to, what the ad looked like. And then what you really got. Because it, it, it's too cheap. I'm going to put it in the Discord. And, um, they, but they're men's caftans. And I was like, I would 100% oh, wear these. I wanted to get my brother some of those. Yeah. I see, I've seen them. Um, are, are we seeing the looks? Do they upload photos or, or are we just going to go based off of. I'm just going to go. I don't, I don't know. Nathan just takes over the look. So, Nathan, go ahead. Tell us oh, about okay. some of the looks. All right. Sure. Okay. So, first out was Beverly Kills. And on my first watch, this was a boot. But then I saw what everyone else did and it became a toot because. She made an actual dress, so there's some points for her there. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like Beverly Kills? Yeah, sure. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> then we got Hannah Conda, who had grass stuck to a corset um, and some like leaves at the back. It wasn't amazing, but it was okay, but I'd still boot it. And there's then... only one drag queen I really want to talk about, and when you get to her, we'll, we'll, I, I'll bring it up, but yeah. Okay, only sure. One. Well, then we have um, Minnie Cooper, who's in this like silver thingy jig holding a big TV. Not sure why she was holding a big TV or laptop screen or whatever the fuck that was. And I felt like she could have like ironed out maybe whatever she was wearing because you could still see the fabric folds. So boot. And then we Sorry, had Aubrey uh, Have. I got these uh they were a sponsor and they sent me these like little drinks. And I didn't Ooh. Want them first, so I drank it and then I was like I never drank them again. So do you keep talking away? Nathan. Do they throw them away or keep them? Uh, well, if you're not going to drink, I would just throw them away. Yeah. Nathan, keep going. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so then we got Aubrey Have. Um, it didn't make sense to me what she was wearing as a garment, but at least it was a garment. So Nathan, or Joe, suit. the link you sent me isn't working of the caftans. No, I want to look up the website. Oh, I have this um, mineral water that I bought like a few days ago. Nathan, keep going. Yeah. Okay. So then Queen Kong. I have this mineral um, water that I bought a couple of days ago. <laughs> No, I I know she had a lot of problems with this outfit, but I kind of really liked the Moana vibes. So I'm going to pass it, even though it was a bit Hobby Lobby. And then we have Spanky Jackson. Oh, that okay. was dreadful. If I open this, do you think it'll still, it'll still fizz? Yeah. Let's try and find, find out. Here we yeah. go. I don't know why the, she had wings that were oh, from like a two-man tent. It still fizzed, Lori. If it, I saw it. It still fizzed. Tubing Well, now you got to drink it or it's going to get still. I am going to get it. Yeah. And I'm not sure why she's so proud of her legs. Boot. Laurie, okay. do you want to comment on Spank? Here's the thing. All right. And I'm just saying, like, I, this is, and maybe, maybe you guys didn't get this reference to, but in my mind, what I first went to when I heard her name was Spanx. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would think that she would at least wear something underneath, uh, down low. She would at least wear some kind of swim, you know, like pant or stocking or something. A, a spank, maybe, but she wore nothing. It was like it was like one of those things that you see like your mom's <laughs> friend wear to a beach. You know, where they wanna like look they wanna like have something pretty, but they've gained a lot of weight. Oh. I think in Australia we don't really call them spanks, we call them huggums. 
and Spanx is referred to hitting the booty with the palm of the hand. So maybe maybe she's not identifying herself with Spanx per se. You call them Huggums? <laughs> no, I don't know what we call them. That was that one was made up. But okay. I feel like they'd be called Huggums. Uh, so then we go to Molly Huggums. Poppins. I loved Molly Poppins' look. When she said it was like Gina Liano moved to the bush, I was like, oh, I get it. So she was a real housewife of Melbourne. It was Melbourne. great. I liked it. I, I got to be I gotta be honest with you. She was like, you know, she didn't really like wow me in the entrance. But then when she came out in the runway, I was like, okay, all right. Lori, mm-hmm. I have Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I don't eat at Chick-fil-A. Oh. So because of the, the fact out. that they went against prop or they were like anti-gay, anti-gay marriage. Do you know what this is? Uh, is it tequila? Is it like margarita mix? No, nope. it's a bottle of pickle juice. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So then, Fofa, she was dreadful. She just had this hay on her chest. Looks shit. Um, Pamora, I thought the hat was fun, but it was still pretty meh overall. So that's a soft boot for me. And then you're a guy. Loved it. I thought it was probably the best constructed garment and the best look of the night. And then, like, who cares if she can't walk in it? Like, who cares? And that's the looks. Yeah. All right, very you good. You know what I think would be a good name for Huggums would be uh, underwear <laughs> for a child molester. Huggums. Oh, yeah. Huggums. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What would be a good Australian name for Spanx? I think Spanx already sounds kind of Aust- uh, uh, Australian. I'm not going to lie. Huggums. Uh, How about yeah, knickknackers? I, mean, okay, I got my knickknackers. Isn't like that already a term, though? I don't know. Tim Tams. <laughs> slim Tams. Yeah, Slim Tams. Slim Slims. Oh, Slim Tams are good. All right, back in the workroom, the girls untuck before going back out in the main stage. The girls comfort Queen Kong, Fo Fur, and Spanky Jackson for their bottom three placements. Spanky breaks down in tears. Queen Kong conveys confidence. Fo Fur, meanwhile, breaks down into tears. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Your thoughts on everything uh, untucked? Yeah, I do like when the untucked is in the episode. I sort uh-huh. of, yeah, really find that format quite fun um, mm-hmm. rather than having to then go and watch an untucked, which is just overdrawn and too mm-hmm. long. So I was flabbergasted by how flabbergasted Spanky was about being in the bottom. I was like, do you think you're in the top? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. also thought it was interesting how like Beverly Kills and this Aubrey Have were like, oh, we be in the higher end of the safe group. It's like, says says who? I mean, yeah. he probably would have been. But but where are you getting that info from? You're yeah. just safe. There's no higher end of the safe yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have like an F plus or something. Yeah. Uh, do I have any thoughts on this? Let me see. Um, oh, no, I just said the... Oh, no, the main stage. Did you when RuPaul came out? The lighting was awful. It was awful. If I were RuPaul, I would sue them for homophobia. Um. All right, back on the main stage, Molly Poppins is named the winner of the challenge. Meanwhile, Spanky Jackson and Faux Fur are placed in the bottom two, forcing them to duke it out in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, Get Out of My Way by Kylie Minogue. After all was said and done, Spanky Jackson was told, Shantae, you stay, while Faux Fur was asked to sashay away. Ladies, name and... Oh, name. Any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with you, Lori Roggenkamp. And I forgot, I, I forgot to ask you about the last segment, too, if you want to give any of those thoughts. I uh, look, I I def- I still stick by what I said that I think that Fofer, you know, wasn't ready for the show. So, yeah, going home that's fine. But just the sheer hubris from Spanky to me was like I was like, "Oh, I would love for her to go." You know, like she was like 
Because she just thought her dress was so amazing. And then when she gets, then when she's in the bottom, she goes, I feel like if they, I feel like if they let me go home, they won't, I don't know what accent I'm doing. Um, no, keep doing it. Sounded like, like it. Cotman. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if they let me go home, they won't see even half of what my potential is. And it's like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what you are. Um, mm-hmm. no, I just like, well, but you've been saying that this is like, you love this outfit and that you love your legs and that you think this is amazing. And so I don't know. I just thought that I was a little upset that, that Spanky didn't go home, but I mean, you know, they both should have gone home in my Mm -hmm. opinion. All right, Nathan. I think the right person won the lip sync. I think it was an okay lip sync. I do kind of wish that they put Queen Kong in the bottom. Not that I think she deserved to be there, but they kept hyping her up as like this lip sync assassin. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to see it. But maybe they're saving that for later in the season. So we'll see. Well, do you think they did it because they couldn't put two people of color in the bottom? Yeah, probably. <laughs> in the beginning of the show. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I just, my mind goes to politics in those, in that instance. But yeah. 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 Uh, have all thoughts been given? Laurie? Sure. Yes. Nathan? Yes. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 2. So, for Laurie Rockenkamp, Nathan Brown, and myself, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Samick. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is called Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Lori Roggenkamp has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Lori on Instagram at LoriULiar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U, L-I-A-R. Finally, follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.